The Holy Spirit is a person, just the same as you're a person. He has will, and he has intelligence, and he has feeling, and he has knowledge, and sympathy, and ability to love, and see, and think, and hear, and speak, and desire, and grieve, and rejoice. He is a person, this Holy Spirit. And Jesus said, I'll send him unto you. The most important thing in the world is that this blessed Holy Spirit is now present here in this church tonight. Today we want to start with a question. If you could hear from anyone, dead or alive, who would you want to hear from? Think about that for a moment. The answer to that question, you know, might depend on your profession or your personal story. Uh, for example, if you are in the tech world, you might want to hear from Elon Musk or Steve Jobs. If you're into sports, it might be Michael Jordan or Tom Brady. But for many of us, that person might be a loved one who is no longer with us. You know, I have a grandfather who's a sort of legendary figure in my life. Uh, he's my mom's dad, and he died when I was just 13 years old. But there have been many times over the years when I wish I could tap into just some of his incredible wisdom and insight. Uh, we came across a story recently, an amazing story along these lines. Uh, the story is about a woman named Amanda Lamond. And for the longest time, Amanda didn't have much of her mother to hold on to. Uh, sadly, her mom died from bone cancer 23 years ago in Washington State. All she has left from her mom is the stuffed animal bunny that she gave her one Easter when she was a little girl, and she wouldn't give that up for the world. After my mom passed away, Amanda said, I was shipped all over the country from Washington State to Texas, to Louisiana, to Texas, back to Washington, back to Texas, in and out of foster care. Uh, hard to imagine how a little girl like that wouldn't feel lost. But 23 years after her mother's death, Amanda received a package in the mail from the executor of her mother's estate. The executor who lives in California recently moved and came across boxes belonging to Amanda's mother. And inside those boxes were letters, photos, and mementos from her childhood, even her original birth certificate. Uh, one letter was written just weeks before her mom passed away. And it read like this. Dear Amanda, you know, I really miss you and not being able to get up with you every single day. Well, honey, try to keep smiling and always be brave. It was a connection to her mom that Amanda never thought she'd have. Now, we love stories like this because they give us tremendous hope. I mean, can you imagine after so many years getting to hear from someone that important to you? So what if I told you that the God of the universe, the creator of everything there is, really wants to communicate with you? You see, here's the truth. God is always speaking. Yeah, throughout scripture, we see him speaking to his people. Uh, listen to what the author of Hebrews tells us. Uh, in the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things and through whom also he made the universe. Yes, see, God has always communicated with his people. In the beginning, God spoke directly to Adam and Eve. They would hear from God just like you and I might hear from a friend. Even after sin fractured that relationship between God and people, God chose prophets like Samuel and Isaiah and Jeremiah who spoke to the people on God's behalf. And then when Jesus came to earth, God spoke to his people through his life and teachings. And just before Jesus was crucified, he talks to his closest followers and makes this declaration that was really hard for them to comprehend. 
He said, very truly, I tell you, it is for your good that I'm going away. Unless I go away, the advocate, the Holy Spirit will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. Here, Jesus tells his closest followers that he will soon leave, but they will not be left alone. The advocate, the Holy Spirit will come and God will continue to speak to them through the Spirit. So don't miss this, okay? God has always communicated with his people. I love how professor and theologian Henry Nouwen puts it. God speaks to us not only once in a while, but always. God speaks to us not only once in a while, but always. God speaks to us through his spirit. But who is this mysterious being called the Holy Spirit? Well, over the next four weeks, we're gonna talk about the Holy Spirit and the role the Spirit wants to play in our lives. And to make sure we're on the same page, let me remind you, okay, the Holy Spirit is not an it, a force, a dove, or some kind of fire. The Holy Spirit is a person, and not just any person. The Spirit is a a divine person who has the attributes of God. Why? Well, because the Spirit is God. The Holy Spirit was present at the beginning of creation. The writer of Genesis depicts the Spirit as hovering over the waters. But after Jesus' death and resurrection, the Spirit came to be present with us in a whole new way. Uh, Pastor and author Henry Blackaby reminds us, from the time of Pentecost, the day the Holy Spirit actually came, it was a celebration. From that time to the present, God has been speaking to his people by the Holy Spirit. And I know sometimes we might think that God only speaks to people who are, you know, spiritual giants, people like Mother Teresa, the Pope, or my mom, Pat Ferguson. (laughs) But the good news is, see, that the gift of the Holy Spirit is available to all of us. In fact, if you are a follower of Jesus, the Holy Spirit is in you. Paul, in his letter to Christ followers in Corinth, writes, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit resides there. The Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God. Because the Spirit takes residence in us and is present with us all the time, God can communicate with us at any time. The question is, are we open to hearing from the Spirit? Are we open to hearing from the Spirit? You know, it kind of reminds me of when my kids were little. And they would cry out in the middle of the night when they were scared, needed to go to the bathroom, or simply wanted to be reassured that we were there. For some reason, I almost never heard them cry. But my wife, Lisa, always did. She had a listening or ear for their voices that I just didn't seem to have. Or to be honest, I was probably just too lazy to get my butt out of bed. Not advocating for myself at all. (laughs) My point is that in the same way Lisa had a listening for and a sensitivity to the cries of our children, We've got to listen to and be sensitive to the voice of the Spirit. On several occasions, Jesus reminded his followers that the Spirit would come and speak to us if we will listen. And what will the Spirit say? Well, John, one of Jesus' closest followers, recorded these profound instructions from Jesus regarding what the Holy Spirit will say to us. And and we're going to take a deep dive into these words, okay? It starts like this. Jesus said, It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper, okay, Jesus referred to the Holy Spirit as the helper, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment, of sin because they do not believe in me, of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more, 
of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. Now, here Jesus describes one way the Spirit will speak. The Spirit will tell us what is wrong. The Spirit will tell us what's wrong. Uh, ever had that experience where uh, maybe you're reading some scripture and, and you come across a story or a verse and, and you feel just convicted that something you're doing or thinking or involved in just isn't quite right? Or, or maybe you've been in a, a conversation with someone and even as you're talking, uh, something inside of you starts to tell you that what you're talking about or how you're talking about what you're talking about just isn't really okay. Ever had that happen? That's the Holy Spirit telling you that something is wrong. But that's not all. Okay, Jesus continued in the same section of scripture, and he said this, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, whatever the Holy Spirit hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. Here's another way the Holy Spirit will speak. He will not only tell us what's wrong, he will tell us what's right, what's good, what's true. Jesus says here, he will guide you into all truth. I mean, have you ever been in a situation where you needed some guidance? You had some options, maybe some choices to make. And I mean, more than anything, you wanted to know the truth. You, you desperately desired to know what was best. You see, Jesus says the Spirit will tell you what is right because He's actually speaking on behalf of Jesus himself. In other words, through the Spirit, we have direct access to the authority and truth of Jesus. Okay, so the Holy Spirit will tell us what's wrong, what's right. And then finally, Jesus says this. Stay with me in this one. He will glorify me. Okay, Jesus is speaking. So he says, the Holy Spirit will glorify me for he, the Holy Spirit, will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take of mine, the Holy Spirit will take of mine, Jesus says, and declare it to you, to us. Uh, Jesus says here that the Holy Spirit will glorify me. The Holy Spirit will, will point people to Jesus. And the Holy Spirit will declare to us all that is his and all that is the Father's. Now think about that, okay? The Holy Spirit will point us to God and to Jesus and remind us that no matter how difficult your day or month or life may be, you will ultimately be victorious. You will win because of the life and death and resurrection of Jesus. Now, that's some great news. You see, Jesus is telling us that the Holy Spirit will remind us who won. I mean, even in our most difficult and trying moments, the Holy Spirit is here with us to remind us of the bigger picture, that in Jesus, we will ultimately overcome come. All right, so if that's what the Holy Spirit will say, how does the Holy Spirit actually tell us these things? I mean, have you ever received a phone call or a text message from the Holy Spirit? Mm, probably not. I'd be a little suspicious if my caller ID said God, G-O-D. And yet, God is speaking. And now I'm going to hand this talk over to your teaching pastor at your location to share about how the Holy Spirit actually communicates with us. Now, um, I am not the teaching pastor. Um, it is actually really awesome. During this week, uh, the Holy Spirit 
really we feel like spoke to John and was like, it would be really, really weird if you were on the screen and then you threw it to yourself to preach in person. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm thankful that our pastor not only hears from the Holy Spirit, but also listens to the Holy Spirit because that would have been strange for sure. Um, no, but John asked me to talk about uh, how, how the Holy Spirit speaks. And I immediately thought about um, this story in my life that was, it was so clear. My first ministry job, uh, 19 to 21, I was a kids pastor at my home church in Yakima. And towards the end of that, I really felt like, you know, it was time to move on, that it was time for a transition. And so when I started to, to have that feeling, I, I went to prayer. I started asking God and started asking the Holy Spirit to speak to me. And, you know, uh, a little while after that, my friend came up. He was like, hey, Jesse, I, I want you to know that there is a youth pastor position open under a leader that we both really respected. And I felt like, man, that is, that is confirmation. I'm asking about, um, you know, should I leave and, and looking for guidance from the Holy Spirit. My friend comes up, tells me this. And so I put in my, my resignation, feeling like this is confirmation from the Holy Spirit. And then, lo and behold, after the resignation was in, um, that youth pastor job fell through. Uh, and I was like, okay, maybe I didn't hear from God. And it was a little panicking. And, but another opportunity came up where I was going to follow a mentor of mine to Olympia, Washington. And all of this, my mom is praying, my best friend is praying, and, and I'm praying as well. And we all aligned and said, like, yes, Olympia feels right. This is, this is what the Holy Spirit is saying to us. And so I, I packed up, I moved to Olympia, and if you've been around me, Yakima's kind of a big deal. So moving out of Yakima was, was big. And then three months into that, my mentor left that church. And I was like, ah, boy, I really felt, I, I really felt like I heard from the Holy Spirit in this. And now I'm like feeling alone and I'm questioning and I don't know what is happening. So a lot of chaos was taking place and right before I was about to move back to Yakima and beg for my old job back, um, the church in Olympia actually offered me a junior high pastor position. And I, um, you know, I was, that's kind of what exactly what I was looking for. And my mom and, and my best friend and my mentor, they, we all agreed this was, this is what the Holy Spirit was guiding and telling us uh, for me to do. And now with a hindsight of, you know, that was 10, 11 years ago now, my time in Olympia was some of the most formative years for me in my ministry, and it was so clear that the Holy Spirit was speaking throughout all of this, through people and circumstances, and I, like, it, is, it was just so obvious, and it was incredible to have these things as I'm praying, um, and then my friends to kind of confirm that, all of these things to line up and to confirm that the Holy Spirit was speaking and that it, that it worked out the way that it did. So all of that to say, I kind of pulled out four different uh, ways that the Holy Spirit speaks to us. And I wanted to go through those. The first one is scripture. Now, God's written word is, is there for us. And he is speaking to us regularly through it. Now, he can speak to you 
every day through scripture. And some of us, we read too fast. We kind of miss some stuff, or maybe we turn to a passage that we've seen before, and we kind of miss what God is trying to say, what the Holy Spirit is trying to speak. We can actually do something. Um, it's, a, it's an ancient monastic uh, practice where you, you ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you through a piece of scripture. You read slowly, you read repeatedly, and the Holy Spirit will speak to you during that time. So you have to be intentional about it. Now, in my story, um, I couldn't just turn to the book of Malachi and be like, you should move to Olympia, thus says the Lord, right? It doesn't quite work like that. But what I could do is I could confirm with scripture of what I felt like the, the Holy Spirit was saying, and I could kind of check my motives, right? Am I, am I wanting to move from kids ministry to a more glamorous junior high pastor position? Probably not, right? That's probably not the case. So I'm moving forward in humility. There's not pride there. I'm seeking wise counsel. All of these things line up with scripture. And so I can confirm that what the Holy Spirit is speaking is actually, he's actually speaking to me. The next thing is circumstances. Like I said, there were so many crazy things that happened during that moment. I would have never lined them up, right, that. But circumstances kind of was shifting me and telling me, the Holy Spirit was speaking to me where he wanted me to go. I would have never ended up in Olympia if it was up to me. For us, day-to-day basis, it can be something like you're going through a difficult time and then a friend texts you something encouraging out of the blue. Like that is something that the Holy Spirit uses to speak to us through these different circumstances. Now, sometimes it's a little difficult to uh, know if the Holy Spirit is speaking. And so the Holy Spirit does use people, uses the church. I, I think that the local church is one of the most Im- important things that we can do if we are following after Christ. Meeting here, celebrating on Sunday morning, whether it's in person or or online, I'm praying that God is speaking through the teaching pastor to me and to you guys. But it's not just the pastor, right? It's not just the person who's speaking on a microphone. The Holy Spirit can use people in your small group um, to give you encouraging words. He can use uh, friends who are Christ followers. For me, it was my best friend. I really believe that when he told me about that youth pastor position, even though that's not how it ended up, God was using him to confirm things that I was was feeling the Holy Spirit was speaking to me. And finally, um, we use prayer. Prayer is something that the Holy Spirit will speak to you through. And, you know, a lot of us, we we think prayer is just talking, right? Or we we have a list, we go through these things. Um, But prayer is about listening as well, to take Take some time and say, Holy Spirit, speak to me. I don't know if you've ever been a part of a conversation with someone who's just dominating the conversation. It's not a great conversation. It's best when it's going back and forth, right? And so some people, they kind of describe it as maybe an internal voice um, that the Holy Spirit is speaking to them. Or maybe it's just like a leading or, or an impression, a strong impression. I didn't ever hear like a booming voice, right? God wasn't like, Jesse, it's time for you to move to Olympia, right? That doesn't, that's happened before to people. Um, but for me, it was an impression. I just felt like this was what the Holy Spirit wanted, what uh, he, was, he was trying to do in my life. And so you have to take the time to be still, to quiet yourself, and to actually 
listen, like John said in the video, you have to kind of train your ear to hear from the Holy Spirit. So uh, we thought that it would be appropriate, actually, that with all of these four things, scripture, circumstances, people, and prayer, that we go through um, some, some practical time of trying to hear from the Holy Spirit this morning. Like I said, he speaks through scripture. And so I, just, I want you to uh, close your eyes in this moment. Close your eyes, maybe bow your head if it uh, helps take away distraction. Just kind of get yourself in, in a place. And I'm, I'm gonna read slowly through a portion of scripture. And we're gonna see what God speaks to us. So just listen, listen to this and, and, and see if the Holy Spirit points anything out to you. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. What might the Spirit be saying to you this morning through those words? Is there something that, that stood out in that scripture? I know as I was preparing for this, there was key phrases that, that stood out to me. I've read this scripture before. There's things that the Holy Spirit's inspiring to me. The Holy Spirit also speaks to us through circumstances. Try to think of, a, of something that's a situation in your life that's been on your mind a lot lately. Is there, some, is there something that comes to mind? What's the Holy Spirit trying to say to you through that circumstance? The Holy Spirit uses other people as well, so maybe Maybe there's something that has been on your minds that someone has told you. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it was something you heard this morning. Maybe it was from somebody in your small group. Is there something that stands out to you that someone brought to your attention? Is the Holy Spirit using that to tell you something? finally, the Holy Spirit speaks to us through prayer. Prayer is about talking to God, but it's also about listening. So let's just, let's just pause for a moment and ask the Holy Spirit to bring something to our minds. <laughs> 